Well, the trade deadline has just ended, and I'm not sure if I got traded to the Padres or not. I don't know if you did either, but we're doing this live, folks. We're doing a live Locked On MLB trade rumors are no longer rumors trade deadline show it's live folks i have about 715,000 guests i'm your host paul francis sullivan please call me sully let's get this started you are locked on mlb your daily mlb podcast Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to the Locked On MLB live stream covering the trade deadline aftermath. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. Uh, It is the second day of August 2022, and... Everything under the sun has been traded in the last couple of minutes, and we've got a whole bunch of Locked On MLB podcast hosts who are jumping aboard to give their, well, let's just face it, their first impressions, because who the hell knows who really won the trade deadline, but I'll be that annoying guy. No one thought Jorge Soler and Rosario would be the big deals, but you know what? There's a ton of trades that go went around including a franchise player who was traded in a deal involving the San Diego Padres. Yes, I'm talking about Eric Hosmer being traded to the Boston Red Sox. Hey, let's bring on board the first batch because we're going to have a rotation of them coming through. And uh, they're all on a pitch count. Ladies and gentlemen, Lockdown Cardinals, J.D. Hafron, are you there? Welcome to the Brady Bunch. I'm here, Sully. What's up, brother? Friend of the podcast and... Host of the perennial pennant contenders, Locked On Pirates, it's Ethan Smith. What's up, guys? And it's been a long time since this next guest has been on the show. It's been hours since we've had Stacey Gonsoulias from Locked On Yankees on the show. Welcome back, Stace. Been a long time. Been a long time, been a long time, been a... Okay, I don't want to get in trouble with ASCAP and singing anything that we can't afford. That will cost us even more than a few built Bars. Hey, everyone. Uh, I think the trade deadline's over. Well, Sully just got traded to Locked On Padres. <laughs> that happened, I guess. So, yeah, every, everybody's been traded to the Padres. I think that's been the re- recap of the trade deadline. Uh, of course, uh, J.D. and my team made a trade together, which was the only trade that my team made. But, Stacy, since you're here, the Yankees have decided they wanted to get on the Padres train and add everything. So what are your thoughts on what the Yankees have also done so far? So far, so good. Uh, There's a rumor going around that they may be acquiring Pablo Lopez from the Marlins. I saw John Heyman tweet that about 10 minutes ago. We'll see if that happens because uh, the trade deadline is in approximately 12 minutes. But I wanted a starter. I wanted at least one reliever, and they did better than that. So I'm pretty happy with what they did. And uh, JD, your team decided Daniel uh, Dylan Carlson is uh, too important for Juan Soto. So what are we uh, thinking there? Uh, we're pretty disappointed, to be honest with you. When uh, you know you got one of the biggest fish out there dangled in front of you, and you have the pieces that allegedly could have landed him, and then that doesn't happen, and then nothing happens after that. We haven't seen anything since the trade with the Pirates last night. 
Uh, it's a it's a disappointing day for Cardinal fans. It is. I also uh, am trying to run this show while <laughs> solely it's just gone. I don't know how you just became the host all of a sudden, but uh, yeah, you're doing I, a hell of a yeah, job. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, I also can't call people up because it doesn't give me the option. So I guess we're just running. Hey, right back. Hey, 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 back. back. Sorry, thank, everyone. Thank uh, the Lord, I because I did not happened. know what I was doing. Uh, I got I got booted, and, uh, and here we are. I'm sorry, folks who are watching the live stream. Um, there you go. Uh, I guess the, the Juan Soto trade crashed this live stream. Yes, so, it did. Uh, what are what is everyone's thoughts about Soto being landing in San Diego? Let's start with you, uh, our illustrious host of Lockdown Cardinals, Mr. J.D. Hafron. What did you think? Because I thought he was going to St. Louis. Uh, we thought there was a slim chance that he could land in St. Louis, and uh, a lot of us were hoping. We knew that it wasn't something that – uh, our GM, John Mozalek, would normally do. It wasn't a, a cardinal move to uh, go out and give up a bunch of pieces to go get somebody. But Juan Soto was, is different. He, he's a different type of player. He would have brought a lot of excitement to a team that has just kind of dragged along throughout the season. We, we thought things were going to be better. Uh, no Jack Flaherty. You got the Mats injury. So everybody wanted to get pitching. But when you have somebody like Soto available, it's hard not to just go get him. And uh, if Dylan Carlson was the reason why that you didn't make that trade, wow, no pressure on Dylan Carlson, I guess, to uh, go ahead and perform like a Juan Soto for the rest of his career. I get that he's a good player, and I get that he plays center field and Bader's out right now, but, I mean, it's Juan Soto. And, and the more as we got closer to the deadline, the more I was on board with just go ahead, give it up, man. Go ahead, get Carlson, give him Walker, give him Gorman. Go for it. Do something for once that is a little bit ballsy instead of just hoping that you sneak into the wild card at some point and maybe you get lucky like you did in 2011 and win a World Series. But now nothing. Now nothing has happened. And uh, I, I give the Padres all the credit in the world, man. They decided, you know what, we're going for it. They gave up the pieces and they added other guys as well. So uh, kudos to them for, uh, for going all in. All righty. Well, I really hope Everyone heard him uh, because I can't. But it looked like you made some great points there, and I agree with most of what you said. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is you know, we, we have our technical issues here and everything like that. But Ethan Smith, can you say one word to me? Just one word to me. What's up, Sully? That was three words, but can't hear me either. Sully's got nothing. Oh, no. I think, hear me out, locked on MLB fans, we should restart and figure out these technical issues as the trade deadline hits in eight minutes. Yeah. All right. Well, I can hear Stacy very well. Maybe. Sully, the Phillies got Noah Syndergaard. Well, hopefully they also acquired a time machine, sending them back to 2015, <laughs> where that deal will be really, really effective for the Philadelphia Phillies. Um uh, JD, I'm going to actually put you in the in the in the bullpen. Hey, uh, Jeff Snyder, who is saying, "Please call me Jeffy." Jeffy, how you doing, buddy? Can you hear me, Sully? I hear you great. All right, I hear you fantastic, Ethan. I'm going to put you in the bullpen for a second because Josh Neighbors is here. He has limited amount of time, and the Cleveland Guardians did not acquire Juan Soto. Uh, Josh, how you doing, buddy? I am well. How are you guys? I can hear you. I can truly hear you. Okay, it's starting to work out just fine. Josh, tell us about your thoughts here. 
And did, I actually, I'm looking through the tracker here. What the heck did Cleveland do? Did they do anything? Jo- Josh is I'm the not Nats, sure man. you're asking me about Cleveland. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I host the Locked On Nationals podcast. You're, you're right. Did they do anything? I apologize. Josh, Josh, I apologize. I'm, I'm, I'm a little flustered trying to get everyone, trying to get everyone's okay. uh, sound. Uh, well, no big trades happened with the Nationals, though. So I guess uh, we're just going to leave it at that. No, no one big. Nothing big happened in there. No, a uh, quiet day for the worst team in the quiet league. Quiet day, Josh. By the way, I'm really sorry. I was, I was, it's all good. I, I was, I, Josh from Josh Neighbors of uh, Cleveland there, and I just clicked on you there. Please, please forgive me. Um, so the 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 Nationals made a minor trade. Uh, I think the biggest name in there was James Wood. Uh, and uh, so, what have you thought about picking up James Wood for uh, a young outfielder who hasn't done much? Yeah, uh, he's part of the obviously the trade for Juan Soto. Um, mm-hmm. Very exciting. And Josh Bell. And Josh Bell. And Josh Bell. Yeah, Josh Bell is a huge, obviously gonna be a huge piece for them playing first base. Um, yes, yeah, for the Padres. So yeah, I, I think the Nationals had to make the move. They made the move, right? I mean, talk about timing for them. It sounded like Mike Rizzo believed that they were not be able to resign Juan Soto, and so what they did was they maximized his trade value. Um, I think he's gonna hit the free agency market in you know in two and a half years. And so the Nationals said, hey, we can't do it. Uh, we cannot re-sign him. Fractured relationship, all that stuff. Also a really bad team. So they tried to get the most they could. I actually think that you were right. I think the Cardinals definitely could have offered more, but for some reason they were clutching their pearls and didn't want to give up certain guys. When you're trading for, you know, Juan Soto, everybody's on the table. Uh, and you acting like it's not is going to hurt you. And I think it, it'll cost the Cardinals in the end because the Padres, their aggression will pay off. I think the Cardinals sitting on their hands um, is is going to hurt them. I made the point on Lockdown today that most of the prospects that they're trading to get Juan Soto are roughly the same age as Juan Soto. There isn't a single number one prospect in anybody's organization that isn't worth Juan Soto. Three years of Juan, even even if he walks, three pennant races with Juan Soto in his prime motivated is worth anybody's number one prospect. And I can't believe the Cardinals didn't make a run at him, but Hey, you know, good for San Diego. Are you happy with this haul for as a Washington fan? Yeah. I mean, they, they probably could have gotten a better, better major league player um, than Luke Voigt. I know. I, I think, I think if they asked for Jay Cronenworth and said, oh, we'll walk if you don't give it to us, I think the, I think the answer would have been, okay, we'll give them to you. I, I think that's the kind of the spot that, that the nationals were in. I mean, they could have gotten an extra guy. So, um, you know, I think with the prospects, you got to be pretty happy. Mackenzie Gore, obviously, left-handed pitcher is going to be good to watch soon. Uh, C.J. Abrams as well, shortstop. He'll be up in the league here pretty soon as well, just because got option AAA. So we'll see him here in the relative uh, future. And then a bunch of guys who they'll see down the line. So they have a bad farm system, and they need help at literally every position that is not catcher. So yeah. this trade does satisfy a lot of those needs. Let's pause a little bit here to think about the fact that these teams are trying to make these deals to give their fans some memories and maybe get a ring. And if you're looking for a ring and you're ready to pop the question and make some great memories and you're going to be celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as the one you love with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile is the place where they have simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape size and clarity as well as the setting style blue nile's bench jewelers 
will even handcraft the perfect engagement ring, and each ring is one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And going on now is the Blue Nile anniversary sale. Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Plus, every order is insured, ships for free, and arrives with discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Well, look at Josh. Uh, thanks for hopping on. I'm going to try to bring back JD because we have some breaking news here. So, Josh, I'm going to bid farewell to you. Thanks for jumping on board there. Sorry, I mixed you up with the other Josh for no a second. Worries. But hey, I'm going to try JD again because breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. JD, say something. Hey, Sally, I'm here again. That's what you sound like. Woo! Well, guess what? You have a voice because you are involved in a trade with Stacey Gotsoulias' Yankees. Let's yeah. hear it, folks. Was it Montgomery for... Harrison what, what? Bader. Harrison Bader. An injured Harrison Bader. Stacy, tell me about uh, Jordan Montgomery. Tell me something other than left-handed, right? Yes, left-handed. His last couple of starts have been kind of rough, but there was a stretch there where the Yankees did not score for him at all, and he was perfectly fine. He just seems to have hit a bit of a wall because it's, you know, August and that happens. But I like this move for you guys, and I, I have a soft spot for Jordan Montgomery, and I think he could be a really good piece in a pitching staff. So that's a, I'm shocked by this move right now. I was not expecting <laughs> this at all. <laughs> no, Nora was I with uh, Harrison Bader being a, a key cog in the outfield. Um in a boot right now, a walking boot. He's dealing with that plantar fasciitis and is uh, likely out till September. But amazing defense, gold glove defense, uh, kind of hit or miss when it comes to the to the bat, but uh, has got some power. One of the fastest guys in baseball. Um, when he played, when he was in the lineup for the Cardinals, their win percentage was was huge. Like they they constantly would win with him, but he had injury issues a lot of times. But uh, He's a good player. He's, uh, I think, 27 or 28 years old. So uh, he's still got a lot of a lot of life left in the legs. And uh, if he gets back healthy, man, he's gonna he's gonna do some good things. I think the Yankee fans are gonna like him. He's got beautiful long hair too, by the way, Sully, which is uh, that, which is gorgeous, that, gorgeous. That, he, yeah. that he's gonna have to cut. Well, yeah, not too gonna... short because they let Cole get away with you know almost chin length hair. Bit. So yeah, he might be able to have like a cute bob or something or a lob <laughs> or whatever they call it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> JD, I am going to put you back in the bullpen sure, for a buddy. second. I need to listen, but thanks for joining us. We got to get you on Lockdown mm-hmm. MLB one one talk some Cardinals. I'm going to bring Ethan Smith back for a second. But Jeff Snyder, I wanted Jeff Snyder and Stacey Gotsoulias on at the same time because the second biggest name move today was Joey Gallo is going to the Dodgers in exchange for, uh, I think, a prospect named Plantar Fasciitis. I think that was the that was the, that was the Clayton player. Peter. Yeah, Close. The, uh, <laughs> yeah it, it might as well be. Uh, who I believe was like a, a decent draft pick a couple of years ago for Los Angeles. Uh, but uh, uh, Jeff, tell us your thoughts about adding and and uh, Bryce Patrick's son uh, and the, the most beloved Texas Ranger since Ruben Sierra uh, is now going to be a pinch hitter for the Dodgers. Thoughts? Yeah, it's uh, it's weird, I guess. Uh He's been really bad this year, but it hasn't been that long since he wasn't really bad. Uh, it, it might be the beard. Uh, maybe it's the Yankees' fault that that he's bad. And so uh, if he can grow a beard back by tonight, that would be good. 
by the time he gets to San Francisco to play for the Dodgers. I assume he's going to be on the active roster today since they've already traded Jake Lamb and don't have anybody else they can really call up. And so either they're playing a man short or they're expecting Joe Gallo there by game time tonight. But uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, Clayton Beater, he's been pretty bad in double A this year. He basically just lost command of the strike zone. His walk, walk rate went through the roof. And so the Dodgers have a ton of pitching prospects. He's not in their top 10 pitching prospects at least. And uh, it's kind of a taking a flyer on Joey Gallo. Usually you think of a lottery ticket kind of trade as a young, you know, an 18 year old guy who might turn into something. This is a, you know, 30 year old guy who might turn back into something. And I don't think it's crazy to think Joey Gallo could be fixed because even, even the good version of Joey Gallo struck out a lot. And so it's not like the strikeouts are the problem. It's really that he hasn't been, you know, he's striking out a little bit more than usual, but not a ton. He just hasn't been getting hits. And uh, the Dodgers have a decent track record of fixing guys. And if they can't, okay, they DFA him in a couple of weeks and say, oh, turns out you are bad and glad we didn't give up much for you. Okay, Stacy, last thoughts before I send you back to the bullpen for a second. Your last thoughts of, uh, of the Joey Gallo era is over. Uh, at Yankee Stadium, will he be welcome back at Old Timers Day in a few years? And how are the Joey Gallo jerseys selling? No, I'm actually very sad about this because I thought when he came over, he didn't have the expectation of being the guy. He was going to be a guy in a lineup full of the guys. And I figured that would help him a lot. And yes, we were expecting the high strikeouts, but we weren't expecting him to not get on base because he used to walk and he could hit home runs and he wasn't doing those two things, but he was striking out a lot. So I'm bummed we lost an Italian because I like, you know, using stupid memes on Twitter, but we still have Rizzo and, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I'm sad, but I'm, I, I'm rooting for him in L.A. Yeah. I really am, unless, you know, the Yankees and the Dodgers somehow meet up in the World Series. Then I won't be rooting for him. But up until then, I'm rooting for Joey Gallo to turn things around. He's hard not to root for. He's, a, yeah. he's an incredibly likable player. Well, Stacey, I'm going to put you in the bullpen for a little bit. Uh, Ethan Smith. I want to talk to you a little bit about the Pirates and the Cardinals made a trade involving Jose Quintana, but I also know all this Bryce Patrick is just <laughs> chomping at the bit as his <laughs> as his son, Joey Gallo, is being treated like he's a bench player. So I'm going to bring you back in, but I want Ethan Smith's take. Jose Quintana and Chris Stratton are headed to the St. Louis Cardinals to basically uh, be pitching depth. And yeah. uh, thoughts on that? Uh, well, simple trade appears to be the only trade the Pirates made, and that's the right move to be the only trade the Pirates made. Got a lot more for a guy than I expect uh, for a guy like Jose Quintana than I expected them to at the beginning of the year. He's kind of been that revitalization story that a lot of people are hoping Gallo could be in LA. Um, it just helps the Cardinals in the long run with another pit, two other pitchers that can help them do Cardinals things. I always attribute the Cardinals to getting these small little trades, like you talk about Solaire winning the trade deadline, by the way, uh, yeah. last year. <laughs> you never know. Quintana and Chris Stratton could win the trade deadline this year. So a simple trade that got a decent return for the Pirates, and I guess we'll just go through the rest of 2022 chopping at the bit and waiting for more prospects to come up next season. All right. And, uh, uh, Bryce, uh, tell us a little bit your thoughts there. And actually, Jeff, if it's okay with you, I'm going to send you into the, the bullpen a little bit 
we are going to be bringing in fresh arm. Jake Iggy, are you there, buddy? Jake Iggy, you're in the Iggy Mobile. How's it going, buddy? We'll get to you in just a second <laughs> there. But Bryce, what tell us what your thoughts are on the uh on you know the uh on the Gallo move and gosh, what in the heck did the uh did the Rangers do? Anything? Uh well they've done well, no. We actually yeah. just got news. There are two breaking news is things to just happen um whip merrifield has been traded to the blue jays by the way and the rangers are officially not trading matt moore their reliever who is having a career year is only controlled through the end of this year there's literally absolutely no reason on earth why the rangers should keep him john gray just sustained an injury yesterday and the early signs are not great but my large adult son joey gallo logically if i could be logical about him Logically, it would not make sense for the Rangers to go trade for a year of him. Um, they're still, I think, should contend to sign him in the offseason, the, but their their offense isn't what, what needs work. But no, things did not go well for him in New York. I don't think that he was used properly. He kept putting him in places in the lineup he didn't feel comfortable with, not playing him every day, putting him in left field, in right field. When he's a better defender in the outfield, than Aaron Judge. So I don't really get how they used him so poorly. Plus, the Yankees fans that are cruel are especially cruel, and they will very much let him know. And, you know, there's just an, a really heartbreaking article that came out about him today um, when they're asking about him and his time being done with the Yankees. They asked if, he, if people recognized him when he went on the streets, and he said, I don't, I don't go on the streets. I, I don't want to go see people and face them because I know that I haven't lived up to my expectations. But I'm just flat out pissed about not trading Matt Moore. There is there was one of one of one deals that the Rangers had to make. But they did trade Matt Bush, a reliever, with several years of control and a really, really interesting story to the Brewers for a pretty decent pitching prospect and a guy who's gonna be a bench player at the major league level pretty much right now. So I don't know. There was a lot of will they won't they Rangers were allegedly in on on Juan Soto and some other guys, but just a lot of they tried, and they didn't do much. <laughs> you, you need a hug, man. Hey, let's pause here to talk about Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sport, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, sports, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline is where the game starts. Hey, Ethan Smith from Lockdown Pirates. I'm going to put you in the bullpen for a second. Uh, And I am going to bring in Paul Holden from Lockdown Rockies, who were the rangers of last year holding on to players they should be trading away but before we do that um the rangers had a frustrating trade deadline jake uh jake iggy let's just say jake iggy because no one can ever correctly pronounce your last name you are the (laughs) minkavich of the lockdown mlb podcasters from lockdown red sox uh me native new englander been rooting for the red sox since the late 70s let me just tell you, what are they doing? What's happening? They're selling and buying at the same time. 
that's that's the best way that I can obviously we saw them get Eric Hosmer earlier today um, very surprised that GD Mark's roster um, with, with the amount we heard his name in rumors throughout this past um, I really like the, re- the return that the Red Sox did get for Eric Hosmer also did get the number 26 prospect uh, from the Padres system and Osmer fields a position at first base for the Red Sox. We've seen Bobby Dahl back in Frankie Cordero practically at first base or play baseball, frankly, uh, so far this season. But uh, Tufton, uh, one of their pitching prospects, go back to the Padres. But I'm a big fan of the Osmer trade. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean they they flip um, Vasquez and they get a catcher who pleasured himself in the parking lot. Uh, then they get the late Eric Hosmer to play first base. And um, I, I, I just, and then Tommy Pham, who wants to start a yep. fantasy football league with the Red Sox players. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I had no problem. I, I said that I felt the Red Sox should stand pat because I don't mm-hmm. think they are going to win anything, but I think they're also if they have a good August, maybe they'll climb their back in, but it's not worth trading any of their right. top prospects for them. Um, in a way, they stood pat because if you trade and sell at the same time, if you buy and sell at the same time, you're essentially staying in the same place, except you're changing the names around, if for no other reason to, to I don't know what they're doing. I have no clue. I just, I couldn't get more That's, that's essentially, what, essentially what they did. Well, look at I. I mean, they're one good month from getting back into it. One terrible month from just calling up everyone from Worcester. Hey, Jake, we're having a little bit of issue with your connection here, so I'm going to put you in the bullpen here, and I got to bring in John Frisch too because there's some breaking news with the Angels. So hang tight there, Jake. But before we get there, uh, I wanted to make sure that both Bryce Patrick and Paul Holden of uh, of Lockdown Rockies could commiserate. Because last year, for reasons unknown, the Rockies held on to all their trade chips. And this year, the Rangers held on to their, all of their trade chips. Hug it out, guys. Hug it out. The Rockies yeah, did buddy. it again. The Rockies, did it. the Rockies are the only team in Major League Baseball to not make a single trade. The Colorado Rockies are 11 games below 500. They are over 20 games away from the division lead. They are over six and a half games out in the wild card. They have five potential trade shifts or four that are all free agents next year. The Colorado Rockies have disappointed their entire fan base and they continue to show an absolute lack of direction, an absolute lack of an understanding of how this game works. The only thing the Rockies do going into the deadline is extending Daniel Bard, who they should have traded. This is a Rockies team that now has to compete with the Padres team with Juan Soto on it. And what do the Rockies do? They commit to being not just mediocre, but the bottom of the NL West. And I, there's no hugs to be had. I I, I shouldn't be this mad. I, I saw this coming from a mile away. But when you sit there and you watch the Padres make the biggest move at the deadline, you watch the Dodgers make multiple moves and continue to be a powerhouse. You watch the Giants make moves. You watch teams ready to go and, and, and make their teams better. But the Rockies stand pat and do nothing. The Rockies are not in a better position. They have the same team and they're depending on Nothing. They're going to let these people walk for no 
prospects. Mind you, the only thing the Colorado Rockies got in return for the departures of Trevor Story and John Gray, one draft pick. That's you it. remind me. You remind me of the dude from Bar Rescue right now. You just right now the way you were just totally giving it to the Rockies. Like, look at this. This bar's filthy. You call those nachos? <sighs> I don't even. I, I I should I should clear the. I should let some people that actually made trades come in. But I I had to come in and at least. Well, I need. I couldn't oh, resist having know. the two of you on there. That was hey, fantastic. Paul, no, that was fantastic. I... Do you want Paul? Do you want? I'm, I'm saying quit while you're ahead. I would put you in the bullpen and Bryce. I would put you in the bullpen. Um, John Frisch, I wonder, there's a uh, move just happened with, uh, I, I think it was Iglesias was said Rysel Iglesias. Well, hold on. But we're going to also bring in Miller Thomas, my Monday, my Monday Miller, my buddy who's here every Monday coming back. And, uh, you know, just because I'm cruel, I'll bring Jeff Snyder back in the mix. <laughs> and we'll have uh, the Dodger perspective on this here. Um, by the way, what do you think about it? Let's Let's just give Paul a, a nice round of, uh, of applause. Uh, what a wonderful rant that was. Okay, so look, we're going to pause a little bit here. I'm going to play part two of the trade deadline uh, roundtable that we essentially have. The entire thing is live on the YouTube page with all the technical problems. There are lots of technical issues here. I cut some of them out. You hear some of them still in there. And we continue the conversation. We brought in Miller Thomas. We brought in Eric Heisman. Uh, we, there was more guests popped in and out. And chances are it's already in your podcasting feed as part two of our trade deadline spectacular. So follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods. Same handle on Instagram. I'm your pal, Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter. Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Breaking down the trade deadline. With all the Locked On hosts popping in and out, this has been the Locked On MLB Trade Deadline Breakdown. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.